I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. ESPN. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Previewing all the NFL game odds to get you ready to wager each week on all the NFL action, college football, plus all the local teams and NBA action later this fall. This is Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. And tonight's edition of Bet LA with Anita Marks is made possible by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Bet LA with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Bet LA with Anita Marks right now. What's up? What's up? You heard the man. It is Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. I'm Anita Marks with you for the next three hours, getting you ready. For a plethora of a variety of sports that you will be able to wager on tomorrow and, of course, through the weekend. I know some folks out there interested in the XFL. Yeah, you could you could wager on the XFL. And I do have some picks and some plays for you there as well. We've got a jam-packed show, as always. Great guests. A plethora of guests. A plethora of stuff to work on. I guess plethora is the word of the day. Uh, NBA-wise, I'm going to give you uh, a play right now with the Clippers. That is going to tip off in about five minutes. So that'll be the first thing I do. We're going to hear from Brian Winhurst, Eric Moody, uh, talking some NBA. Joey Brackett's getting you ready for March Madness. I don't know about you, but I'm a March Madness freak. I play in like 20 pools. I love it. So this will be your your spot uh, to listen to each and every each and every week uh, when we get into as we get closer, of course, to March Madness and the conference championships. Uh, you've got the Genesis happening in uh, in in your backyard, of course, there in L.A. So excited to talk about that. Looks like Tiger Woods two under today. Looks like he's going to make the cut, which always makes the weekend a lot of fun. We'll hear from Cynthia Freeland, dear friend of mine who works for the NFL Network. A little recap of the Super Bowl and a look ahead. Uh, to free agency, the draft, and uh, and who we have our money riding on to potentially win the the Super Bowl next season. And Greg Wyshynski, aka the Puck Daddy, joined us on the program as well to give you some hockey, uh, some hockey picks on Friday night slate. Uh, like I said, we'll have some XFL. What else is going on? The Daytona 500s going on. Whew. And uh, and and we thought once football was over, that was it. Uh, but that is not the case. All right, let's get you locked and loaded for this Clippers game as they're getting ready to take on the Suns, the Clippers on the road in Phoenix, but they are favored by one. And um, I'm going I'm going against the grain here, which, by the way, really quick, the Wizards and the Timberwolves going at it right now. Timberwolves up 96 to 90. So this is what I did last night. And by the way, we've got Tyler and Brian producing the show. Gentlemen, good evening, good evening. Great to have you on board. Hey, hey, We're gonna have hey, some fun. Hey, hey, hey. hey so this hey, is what hey. I this is this is this is my philosophy. This is for, for teams that this is their last game before the All Star break. Home teams win. They just do. Like guys are like they're packed, they're loaded. Either they're going to Utah for the All Star break and and they can't wait. That's where their mind is. Or they're not going there and they're going somewhere on vacation for the next few days. Like. So I just, I, I, each and every year, I just, I bet home teams. Now, I liked the Knicks last night over Atlanta. So Knicks were in Atlanta. They were talking, taking on the Hawks. So I, I, I removed that in, you know, I'm here in, in New York. So I'm very familiar with this Knicks team. Watch out. They're going to make a real good run at this after the all-star break. Uh, they are going to be one of the final six. They're not going to need that play in game to get into the postseason. I really like the Knicks right now, but nonetheless, I played a money line parlay across the board, all home teams last night in the NBA except Atlanta, and I won. Just and I did it just for poops and giggles. I put five dollars down on it. I didn't put a lot of money down on it, but I was just like, you know what, home teams, uh, last game before the All Star break, guys don't give. So I'm just, I'm just, gonna, and it hit. It, it, Nothing like sure putting enough, all your money on the field on your last day in Vegas. It. <laughs> It hit. I couldn't believe it. 
Uh, but I'm I'm going to swing the other way in this Clippers-Suns game. Why Kawhi Leonard's playing, and he's the elixir, right? He makes all the difference in my mind. So uh, how am I going to play this Clippers game? I'm going to lay the, the one point. Okay, you want to play them on the money line? It's minus 115. What does that mean? You're laying $115 down to $100. Uh, again, uh, this is a uh, this is a, a, a Clippers team. When Kawhi is active, I like to call it active and, and, and attractive. They just don't lose, right? They just don't lose. Eleven and five, the last sixteen games, Kawhi has uh, has been has been as again as I like to call it active and attractive. They got the fifth best offense in in the NBA. Um, Kawhi's averaging almost 36 points, uh, 36 minutes a game, averaging 28 points, shooting 53% from the field and 50% from downtown. So obviously expecting him to play tonight. Uh, the Clippers, 8-2 and two against the spread, their last 10 games with Kawhi. So you got to like that. I like what they did at the trade deadline. So they can defend the screens, and, and that's really what the Suns like to do. Um, very often, KD not going to suit up for the Suns until after the all-star break, maybe even further along than that. He wants to make sure that he's hundred percent healthy and the Suns really only have one player that's shooting above 40% from downtown. Don't forget Cam Johnson's gone. Now bridges is gone. Now they're, they're in New York. They're, they're in Brooklyn and they lack a lot of depth. I just think all in all until KD can suit up in purple and play for the suns. I, I just, I don't, you know, they're, they're just, this is, this is why they gave up so much to, to bring in Katie and, and potentially make a run and, and, and win a championship. The suns team, they're three and three, their last six. Yeah. Booker put up 32 against the Kings on Tuesday, but this is a Suns team. They are 17 and 12 against the spread at home. But obviously, a lot of those games were with Cam Johnson, were with Bridges. Don't have them. Not a lot of depth. Not shooting well from behind the arc. So uh, I, I really do like the Clippers tonight. So I know I'm going. I'm going against the grain in regard to what I won last night. But nonetheless, that is how I would play it. Okay. So we got you locked and loaded there. There are two college basketball games uh, that I've got plays for you as well that I'm going to get to you in this hour. They both tip off at 11 o'clock. So stay tuned for that. We're also going to hear from Joey Brackets getting you ready for March Madness. I don't know about you, but for me, like so football season, I'm knee deep, if not, if not even more uh, in, in, in the NFL. And then once the NFL season is over, yeah, I still, like, listen, I'm a big draft freak as well. I love the draft. I love gambling on the draft. That's another thing. As we get closer to uh, to the draft in April, especially during the combine, end of, like, two weeks from now, the combine, after the combine, the entire month of March, boy, I'm going to have a lot of picks and a lot of plays for you getting you ready for that NFL draft. But, you know, this is the time now I really, really start paying attention to to, to college hoops because I, I truly believe, and I don't know about you guys and, and Brian and Tyler, feel feel free to chime in, but I, I truly believe that March Madness is the second best sporting event. For me, obviously, it's football. Uh, but I think, um, I truly believe that that uh, March Madness is the second best sporting event on our, on our sports calendar. Agree or disagree? I kind of agree with that, honestly. The whole aspect around March Madness is more of a just a sporting event it's like a it's a it's an event the thing everything that comes together it's a I don't know I I do agree with it it's like college basketball is kind of interesting because college basketball to me just regularly is so so but something happens when it hits March and it's March Madness and the tournament kicks off it's a next level of intensity and just it's so tough to get into college basketball March Madness makes it so easy exactly that's how I feel so so it's interesting I just I I feel like I feel like college basketball like the season is foreplay right and they're just like and and they're in there and they're just they're they're trying they're positioning themselves they're they're you know, obviously performing and in, in, in trying to get that great seeding. You know, you always want a great seed. You always want the one seed. Right. Only forget it, as we know. You want to make sure that you're in a good region. You want to make sure you're close to your fan base, so that they, so like so you know. To me, that's you know that that's what's been happening right now in, in college basketball. I really get into it in the conference championships, and then obviously in March Madness. So 
excited. We're we're gonna have Joey Brackets uh, make a visit and uh, and and talk about a big landscape for us who've been hiding underneath that NFL rock for the last few months. Like myself, okay, I'm putting myself in that sure. in, in that category. Yeah. Uh, great to have Joey Brackets uh, with a little bit of insight, getting us ready. We're also gonna hear from Brian Winhurst uh, this hour. Uh, he joined me on on the bet program as well, and um, which is a gi- digital gambling show I do. Just looking big picture after the trade deadline, what what's the landscape right now in the NBA? Um, who made the best moves? Who now have put themselves uh, in 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 contention beyond the obvious? Right with KD going to the Phoenix Suns. So excited to have Brian on, and it's NBA All Star Weekend. So what does that mean? You've got the three-point contest. You've got Giannis, Team Giannis, going up against Team LeBron. Um, and I, I want I want to do this, Tyler. I, I want to do I want to uh, because this is what's interesting, right? We don't need we don't know the teams yet. They haven't been drafted yet. Right. I want you I want you and I to have a draft. Okay, let's. So get we're it. gonna well, right. So and so, so we'll take a break. We'll come. Who who you probably want to be LeBron? That's fine with me. Okay. I like Giannis. I like his accent. I get to be LeBron. James. Um, I'm in. LeBron James, yeah, LeBron you get to be LeBron James. LeBron James. Um, I'll be, I'll be Giannis. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm not even gonna try. I'm not even gonna try to, um, uh, pull off a a Brazilian Portuguese accent. Ah, boo. No, but I will. So, do you know this? So, do you know the greeting in Portuguese? I don't. You so if I if so you're supposed you're you could go one of two ways. You could either say tutu bang. Okay. Or tutu or tutu bom. Tutu bang. So if I say it, if I bon. if I see if I see you, if I see you and I'm like, "Hi, you know, Tyler, tutu bom." You respond to me, "Oh, tutu bang." Okay. So and, it's kind of like the comprende comprendo in Spanish. Right. Like, "Oh, hi, hi." That's I love so it. that's the So, there's that. All right, try me. Tutu bom? Tutu bang. Yeah, there we got it. Crushed it. <laughs> That crushed it. That is Team Giannis. Um, yes, that's it. That's it right there. So when we get back, I think let's have some fun. Let's do a draft. I'm curious who you would draft first. Uh, we're going with Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, Kyrie Irving, Luca, um, the Joker, uh, Embiid, uh, Morant, and Markinen. So those those are the guys that we're gonna draft. We're, we're gonna draft from, and we'll see what our t- what our teams look like. Um, also, you could wager on the All Star game as well as the three point contest. Uh, odds are not out on the slam dunk contest, but we'll dive into all that next. Um, also, uh, this is my first time on the seven ten ESPN airwaves uh, since the Super Bowl game. <clears throat> I'm bitter. How are we feeling? I'm very bitter. Here's the thing. Of course, if you tuned in to our show pre-Super Bowl, you know that I was all over the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I lost the game, but I won with another number of my prop bets. So I actually broke even on the game, okay? Because my a lot of my prop bets hit. But prior to the season... I put $500 down on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl at 25 to 1. So, I lost that and I, but at the half I was feeling really good, right? Oh, yeah. Eagles Eagles do what Eagles they do good, best. They looked very good at the half. Yes, ma'am. They I wouldn't say they looked very good, but they were up by 10 and not that I not that I ever wish ill on anyone but let's not forget right before the half Patrick Mahomes retweaked that ankle on that low tackle and so he was hobbling into the locker room Eagles up by 10 wasn't sure what was going to happen when he returned and we were about to see Rihanna so I was feeling I was feeling really I was already thinking about oh how many shoes you know mama loves I love shoes so I was like, oh, man, how many pairs of shoes can I buy with that kind of money? Uh, and yeah, wah, 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 wah. That's, this, is, this is a good time. Don't count your chickens, right? What is it? Don't count your chickens before they hatch, that's right? right. Yep. Isn't that, isn't that, and, that's, and that's, exactly, goes. Yep. that's exactly what I did. So anyway, still a lot more coming your way. This hour, uh, we'll hear from Brian Winhurst uh, as well as Joey Brackett. Uh, we're going to get you ready as well. Uh, NBA action. Jimmy Hamlin is going to join us. 
Uh, he has his own golf show in Cleveland. He's also a PGA Tour pro. He's going to join us to talk about the Genesis. Tiger Woods doing Tiger Woods things today. Did you have money on him making the cut? I went even one step further. I have him finishing in the top 40. He's tied for, what is it right now? He's tied for 27th or 22nd right now, something like that. So uh, we'll hear from Cynthia Freeland, talk some NFL. We've got, a, we've, we've got a jam-packed show. I'm excited for today's show. Getting you ready for a number of things heading into this weekend. You're listening to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This is Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit tizaenergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. It is Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Why am I bitter in regard to the Super Bowl? Here's why I'm bitter. I, I'm, I'm bitter because of the field. And I'm not making excuses for the Philadelphia Eagles. And, and I know a lot of people are going to say, what are you talking about? They both had to play on the same field. I get that. And, and, and let me just, let me explain a few things if, if you haven't heard about this, okay? So the field that the Super Bowl was played on in Arizona cost the NFL almost a million dollars, like $800,000, okay? Uh, it's made with a new type of grass called Tahoma 31. And it was, it was grown at uh, Oklahoma State University, okay? It's their grass. They, the, the university invented this grass. It was their grass. And, um, and then they shipped it to the NFL, where the NFL has a groundskeeper, who's been overseeing the grass for the Super Bowl since the first Super Bowl. His name is George Toma. He's like 90-something years old, okay? And great that he's, A, lived this long, B, that he's employed, okay? Mad crazy respect for that. However, here's where he went wrong. Apparently, once the grass was shipped from Oklahoma State University and sent to Arizona, the NFL tweaked it and put ryegrass, a layer of ryegrass on top of the Tahoma 31, which, which Oklahoma State University is saying they, they did that. Now, on top of that, don't forget, there was paint on the field as well. So apparently um, the NFL trying to tweak it with their own grass and putting the paint on it made it a poop show. So on top of that, I'll go one step further. The Eagles play with Tahoma 31 on their home field in Philadelphia. So they packed certain cleats because they anticipated it to be Tahoma 31. No one knew that, or at least the Eagles, did not know that the NFL tweaked it with their own ryegrass on top of the paint which made it a slip inside. And, and again, you could say, well, Anita, it's, it's, it, I'm saying 94 years old, this dude is, okay? Um, but here's what the problem is. The advantage was for the Eagles when it came to pass rush. My analysis and a number of people's analysis when it came to 
uh, the Super Bowl and who was going to win was, in, at least for me, uh, is winning in the trenches. That's where it is won. And Patrick Mahomes had no pressure. Why? And never, oh, the offensive line was so good. The offensive line stepped up. Okay. Dudes were slipping. Nobody, like defensive linemen had no traction at all. So that element, which the Eagles had a huge advantage with, they had 70 plus sacks in the regular season. How, how, how do the Eagles go through it and not one sack? Not one sack. Go back and look at the game. I, they, they just, there was no footing. There was not, it was, it was a complete and utter disaster in my opinion. Okay. And not again, not to take anything away from Kansas city. Congratulations. You won the super bowl. But when you go into a game and you look at, 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 you know, certain elements, you know, of uh, this team has this advantage. The Eagles had a huge advantage when it came to pass rush. And that was eliminated because of that field. So it doesn't matter. Well, uh, Kansas City had to play on the same field. It doesn't matter. They did not have the advantage of pass rush. So now you're taking that element away, that advantage, that element away from the Eagles, which I feel was all the difference in the game. Granted, yeah, at the end, the fumble with 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 Hurts, um, you know, uh, giving up the two touchdowns, uh, the, the horrible uh, special teams punt, all of that, yes. Absolutely. Eagles still had a chance to win it, even though they were playing on crap. Um, but nonetheless, that's my take on the Super Bowl. Okay, I'm, I'll step off my soapbox. I'm done. Uh, let's focus on some NBA. Again, we've got the NBA All-Star Weekend happening. Team Giannis against Team LeBron. Tyler, you are you ready? Are you ready to, to, uh, to draft a team with me? Oh, I'm ready. Okay, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go first. Okay, letting me go first. Bold move. Right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my boy Jason Tatum. You're taking Tatum. I'm taking Jason, Boston Celtics Tatum. Okay, I'm taking arguably the best player in in the NFL in, in the NFL in the NBA, and that's the Joker, Jokic. I'm I'm okay. taking him. I like that. Okay. Good pick. I'm gonna yep, go. I think so. I'm gonna I'm gonna take my boy Luka Doncic. Luka. Wow. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with all due respect. I'm going Twin Towers, baby. I'm going Embiid. Oh, she's so now going tall. I, I'm going tall. What okay. are you gonna do? There's nothing. You're. You're. you're, you're, you're it's over. You're done. Because you got two big guys. Oh yeah. I'm gonna stay small then. <laughs> I'm gonna go Ja. Wow! Look at you. Going. I'm. I'm staying small. I'm just gonna run circles around your towers. <laughs> 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 um. Hmm. Yeah, now what? I'm going to go Kyrie. Okay, good. You can have him. <laughs> Staying away from that guy. All right, so now it's 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 Donovan Mitchell or it's uh, Markkanen? I'm going Markkanen. I like him, man. Yeah, he's really good. I and, like him a lot. I like him a lot. He doesn't get a lot of attention, which is kind of surprising, but he's a big dude, and uh, he can slam it, and I like that. So, So my team... Anita's team mm-hmm. is Giannis, the Joker, Embiid, Kyrie, and right? Wait, Giannis, the Joker, Embiid, Embiid, Kyrie, and Donovan Mitchell. And Donovan Mitchell. I'm sorry. Tyler's team is go ahead, sir. So I've got me, LeBron James. Jason no, Tatum. No, you don't. You don't have you. You have LeBron James. That starts your team. Yeah, that's me. I'm LeBron James. I'm, I'm making okay, my picks. Okay, okay, okay. And then I got Jason Tatum, Luka Doncic, Ja Morant, and Laurie Markkinen. That's wraps for you. Brian, got to chime in here. Who wins? I kind of like Tyler's team. Let's go, Brian. <laughs> Let's go. What are you talking about, Brian? Stop it. I think he's right. I think they might run. Let's go. Dude, this team is tiny and fast. Man, Anita, you you really you really goofed. (laughs) I don't I don't think so. Hit us up on Twitter at Anita Marks. That's my Twitter handle. M-A-R-K-S. What team do you what? You know, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put it out on a tweet. Which team is better? Yes. 
I can't and, wait. And we'll see. We'll see. We need to get some feedback. Uh, really quick before we take a break. Again, All-Star Weekend happening. Uh, the not. I'm sure maybe tomorrow. Well, the three-point contest, you could wager on that. Those odds are out. Slam Dunk is not out yet. Damian Lillard is favored at plus 425. Um, Healed is plus 425. Your guy, Jason Tatum, is 5-1. to one. Uh, Tyler Hero, I like him at plus 550. But Markkanen, we just talked about him. I told you I like him. You like him at plus 650. I, I think I think that's I that's a sneaky that's a sneaky bet right there. I don't sleep on Markkanen. I, I might like put it. some money on him at plus 650. Who do you like to win the three-point contest? Oh, man. Um, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to just send it. Mark I think Markkanen wins the whole thing. Yeah, right? I think so. I think so too. And, and at plus on. at plus 650? Love it. At plus 650, Give why it not? To me. Yeah. Why not? Heck yeah. Uh, we're going we're gonna to talk some more NBA with you. When we get back, uh, we'll hear from Brian Winhurst. He was uh, kind enough to join me on our, our bet show, digital show on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, just looking big picture. Let's talk about some of the, the futures odds out there right now uh, for a number of these teams. Uh, also, we're going to hear from Eric Moody as well, coming your way in the second hour. He likes the Lakers. He likes what the Lakers have done. Watch out. We'll share those odds with you as well. What are the Lakers' odds to win the championship this year? And we'll hear from Joey Brackett's getting you ready for March Madness. Still a lot more coming your way. You're listening to Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN, made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza Nutrient Pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. It is Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA, uh, doing a deep dive into all things NBA. And again, uh, I host a digital bet show, gambling show on our ESPN digital platform, ESPN Plus. You could tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And uh, this past Wednesday, Brian Winhurst was kind enough to join me to talk big picture. We saw a lot of trades, a lot of exciting trades go down before the NBA trade deadline. What does that mean? For the NBA, especially once the fellas get back from the All-Star break, let's take a listen. Brian Windhorst joins us now. Brian, great to have you on Bet. So much has happened the last, what, week and a half in regard to the NBA trade deadline. So much action. Let's break it down. Uh, None better, of course, than KD going to Phoenix. The Lakers got better. Kyrie going to Dallas with all the action. Who do you feel has made the best moves that now you feel are in the driver's seat to win the NBA championship, Brian? Yeah, as far as the moves that improve the title odds, I think really only one team. I know there's been a little bit of movement on the Mavericks, but the Suns just traded for one of the top five players in the league, and they were already a championship contender. Now, they've been absolutely riddled by injuries throughout the middle of this season, but they started the season 15-6. and and now they're just getting healthy. And so even though Durant hasn't played with them yet, and he's not going to play with them in their last game before the All-Star break uh, Thursday night against the Clippers, um, they've won five of their last six, and they're starting to look pretty good. And the teams in front of them are not that far in front of them. So Durant is probably going to come back either right after the All-Star break or during a four-game road trip that they have that shortly begins after that. And I think this is going to be an offensive juggernaut. 
Um, and not only that, but they've had a couple of role players sort of blossom while the other guys have been out. You know, Devin Booker was out for a while. Chris Paul was out for a while. Um, uh, Josh Okoji, and um, they just signed uh, uh, Damian Lee is leading the league in three-point shooting. And they just signed Terrence Ross. There's a little bit of a competition for him in the buyout market. And they may be even able to add another player. So if there's a team that truly looks like they can be a championship contender after this, this, uh, these moves, it's got to be Phoenix. I think they were a contender anyway when fully healthy. So your guy LeBron, unfortunately, doesn't get Kyrie, the guy that, of course, everybody is reporting he wanted to make his way to uh, L.A. and join, rejoin forces with LeBron James. But I do like what the Lakers have done. Now they are plus 105 to just make it in to the playoffs in that play-in tournament. But now there's some reports that LeBron's dealing with an ankle issue. So just out of curiosity, would you even play them? to make it into the play-in tournament this year, Brian? I gotta tell you, I don't like almost any Laker bet ever because the, 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 the price is never right because they always take advantage of the Laker fans who's gonna bet on their team. I realize that all fans bet on their team, but the Laker fans, it is obscene. And I have seen some prices for Laker bets over the last five years that are just make me totally want to you know, abandon the system. For example, Russell Westbrook being the favorite up until recently for sixth man of the year. That should have been 100 to 1 instead of being the favorite. So I would say just in general, never bet on the Lakers on everything because the price will always be bad. Having said that, um, I do think if LeBron stays healthy, they've got a chance to be a play-in team because the teams in front, there's a couple of teams in front of them that are not interested in being in that zone, particularly Utah. They're going to they're gonna definitely come backwards. And Zion Williamson just had an extended injury. Um, he's got a setback even further. I think the Pelicans are going to keep falling. The Lakers play them tonight. I would almost say it's a must-win game for that. The problem, of course, is what you just mentioned. We're not really sure what the health of LeBron is. He tweaked his foot the same night he set the record, and he hasn't been back since. Now, he was upgraded to questionable for tonight. If, you, if you're betting on the Lakers to make the play-in, the real bet that you're making is that LeBron's going to be able to play a majority of the games. And I just don't have a good enough feel for that. I don't think he does either at this point. As I said, Kyrie did not end up in L.A., but he did end up in Dallas, right? So now it's Kyrie and Luka, that one-two punch. Um, you know, they look great. What, they're averaging 50 total points combined. They've won some. They've lost some. But they are 14-1 and one to win the NBA title. Uh, is there any part of you, Brian, that you think Luka and Kyrie can pull that off? You know, I just don't think they can win four series with the defensive alignment that they have. They've been explosive offensively. You know, they played Minnesota the other night. They lost that game, but the two of them combined for 71 points. And I think we're going to see that quite a bit. You know, they've played together on the court for 58 minutes so far this season, and they've scored 146 points in those 58 minutes. I mean, that's number one offense in the league type territory. They've also given up 140 points in those minutes. So one thing I would say about Dallas, before you seriously wager on them, right after the All-Star break, they're supposed to get Maxi Kleba back. He is their best defensive center. He injured his hamstring in December, needed surgery. He's coming back after the break. I might watch them a little bit after Kleba comes back to see if their defense improves because I do think he could be a difference maker. I know that the odds may fall a little bit, but before I would feel good about saying, yeah, this team can win 16 playoff games, I kind of want to see how them adding him might make a difference. Talking about wagering on the Mavs, they've got a big game tonight against the Denver Nuggets. This line just about an hour ago was thought they were getting five. Now they're getting four. How would you play it? Mavs plus four? Would you wager on it tonight, Brian? I liked it better at five and a half when I saw it a couple hours ago. You know, um, the the the... the Nuggets are the best team in the league at home. They're 26 and four. Uh, but <laughs> one of those losses is to Dallas earlier this season. And the Mavericks are two and one against the Nuggets. They have a little bit of, um, of an edge against them. Plus two of the Denver starters are a little banged up. Uh, Aaron Gordon and Jamal Murray, both questionable for this game. So I would wait until after we get a full, a good injury report on whether those guys are playing but at five and a half, I really liked it. At four, not as much. But I expect Dallas to have a real shot at this game. I felt comfortable at five and a half giving them a shot. Four, I got a really sad injury report. Brian, great having you on bet. Um, hopefully, after the All-Star game, we'll, we'll see your, your face here even more so. 
as we do a deeper dive Anytime. into the NBA as we get closer to the postseason. Great having you on, Brian. Thank you. Uh, enjoy the All-Star Weekend. So again, Brian Winhurst again was on with me yesterday. By the way, the the Denver Nuggets pretty much destroyed Dallas, so they won at home. And of course, as we know, the Lakers won last night as well. As I opened up the show, I shared with you, I had some fun with this. And 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 again, I just I, I put a little bit. I put like five dollars down, right? Not a lot, but I just feel like the last game for a lot of these teams, uh, a lot of these players before the All Star break. They just want to get it over with. Like their mind is already like in Utah, want to get to the all-star, you know, the parties and all the functions and all the fun. Or if they're not going to the all-star break, they're going somewhere. Maybe they're going to, you know, I don't know, go to the the Bahamas, go somewhere, relax for a few days. So I played a Moneyline parlay on all the home teams except Atlanta, by the way. I, I just, I, I really like this Knicks team. So I kept Atlanta out of the mix and I won. And it was it was it was a nice it was like a hefty slate of games yesterday in the NBA and I played all home teams again except Atlanta on the money line and I won. Um, it was fun. I mean, it's just a little bit, but you know, I just uh, interesting kind of off off the beaten path handicapping. Like guys just probably you know couldn't wait to get on their vacation. So uh, so there was that. Uh, but. Um, Tyler Bryan, let, let's take a look. We just heard from uh, Brian Winhurst, Winnie, and, uh, and and just taking a look at, at some of the odds out there. And in the Eastern Conference, as we know right now, the Boston Celtics, uh, 42 and 17, the Bucks right behind them. Bucks kicking butt and taking names as well ever since uh, Chris Middleton has, has returned. Uh, their offense is just unbelievable. 76ers, I think they make a really big push the second half of the season. I love this Cleveland Cavaliers team uh, prior to the season beginning. Uh, the Nets, they're at five right now. They're 34 and 24, but let's be honest. Um, even though I, 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 I think their hands were tied. I mean, what do you, what can you do? Kyrie wanted out. Katie didn't want to be there after Kyrie. Katie wants to win a championship. He was sent to a team with the Suns. that we'll get to that in just a second, but, um, you know, I don't, uh, you know, I, I think we're all in agreement here, right? Like the Nets, they are not built right now to win a championship, no longer at least, yeah, in the shy. NBA this season. No. I do like the Knicks. I like the Knicks to stay in the top six. I like what they were able to do by the trade deadline. Um, so I, I don't, I, I think they will continue to win. They're 33 and 27. And I think they make a really, really good push. And I think they're, I think they're going to be one of those teams that you're not going to want to play in the postseason. I truly believe that with this Knicks team. I'm not sitting here telling you that the Knicks are going to win a championship. It's not what I'm saying. Uh, but I just, they're, they're a team with Julius Randle, the way that they're playing. I think their defense is going to improve with what they've done at the trade deadline. And I just think they're going to be one of those teams that you do not want to play in the postseason. And of course, in the East, it rounds off with the Miami Heat, the Atlanta Hawks, Washington, and of course, the Toronto Raptors. The Boston Celtics favored to win the championship right now, plus 310. Uh, in uh, looking at the West, Denver Nuggets up there, 41-18. and 18. That's their record. They're pretty damn good, right? Like, I love this Denver team. Who doesn't? Uh, Memphis, fun to watch. Run and gun team, 35-22. and 22. That's their record. Then you've got the Kings, who have not been doing great as of late. The Suns sitting there at 32-27 and 27 as well. They're fourth right now in the seeding in the West. Then the Clippers and then the Mavs. Rounding out the final four right now who would be in that play-in game, the Pelicans, the T-Wolves, Golden State, and OKC. By the way, I love seeing OKC. The Thunder, I, I, I just I thoroughly enjoy watching them play. They are a fun, young group of dudes who I just I love watching them play basketball. Uh, and then, of course, you've got the Lakers outside looking in. Uh, they're sitting at 27 and 32. So the, the West is a, is a much different conversation, is it not, right? So a few things. Um, Boston favored to win the championship at plus 310. Phoenix now with the trade with KD, plus 425. So I'm... I'm I'm going to throw this back to you guys just out of curiosity. Do you feel with, with, and, and obviously it's going to come down to everybody staying healthy, but let's just assume everybody stays healthy, right? Um, do you feel that the Suns are the team to beat? Do you feel that the Suns should be favored here above the Boston Celtics? Mm, what say you, Brian? 
I do. I I think if everybody is healthy, I will take the Suns. A healthy KD, yeah, me healthy too. Booker. I know they haven't yet. Yeah, haven't played a game yet together, but I think they'll figure it out. They complement each other great, and I think it's just KD similar to when he went to the Warriors. Or the, the Suns have already been a favored team. They're already good. And, you know, they were pretty much right there last year. So adding KD could really just be the killer piece that's needed. Yeah, I, I'm, and and listen, I, I understand why Boston is is favored. We haven't, you know, KD hasn't taken the court yet right. with with Chris Paul and Booker, and I I just, you know, they they and to me they are the best quote unquote big three in the NBA right now, and um, and I I think here's the thing, I think shortly they will be favored. So if you're believing in the addition of KD to the Suns. Now's the time to jump on that at plus four twenty-five. Then, of course, you've got the Bucks at six to one. Those are those are some good odds right now. Like I said, ever since Middleton has returned, uh, they are playing exceptional basketball, and especially on the offensive side of the ball. The Nuggets are eight to one. Interesting. The Clippers are nine to one. Seventy Sixers ten to one. Golden State. I just stick a fork in them. I just I don't. This I just don't feel that this is their year, and you know, obviously with with Curry being hurt, not sure exactly when he's going to return. The Dallas Mavericks are interesting as well. Like, like I I understand, like I like the addition of Kyrie and and Luca, but I just I I don't I don't see them getting over the hump with just those two, right? I, I just I just I don't see it. I so mean, it, fill, I, it fills a need, but it doesn't fill the need. You know, it's, Here, like, here's it's like a, a piece here's, of the puzzle with many pieces missing still. Here's another one. Like, it's evident. He wants to be in L.A. with LeBron. Yeah. Why would, like, if, if you're Mark Cuban, like, why would you give all that up? Why would you give all that up for one half a season? Because really it's a half a season with not a true, like, a hundred, nobody's a hundred percent, but like without like at least like yeah, 85 to 90% right. conviction that you, that you have the roster to win a championship. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mark, I just, Mark Cuban is a risk taker. So maybe he's confident in his ability to make Kyrie's bond with Luca something that he's going to want to continue to improve upon. Who knows? Mark, me- Mark Cuban's a genius. I don't doubt that guy any single day. Listen, I, I have heard players say that there's no better owner, and not just in the NBA, but in professional sport, than Mark Cuban, how he treats his guys, all of that. I don't know. You know, Kyrie came out and said that he felt disrespected in, in Brooklyn, the way that he was treated here uh, with the whole, you know, vaccination thing and his anti-Semitism. Although, I mean, and, all the way up until his way out, right? Like, he, he made it clear where he wanted to go. And then news surfaced that uh, the owner of the Nets intentionally sent him elsewhere. So he just he feels that he was disrespected. So does he goes he goes from this situation where he was utterly unhappy, um, uber unhappy to um, to a, a Dallas Mavericks team where you know it's uh, it's it's sunshine and roses from what I understand. Um, you know, will that be enough for him to be like, yeah, you know what? I like it here. Like, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to play with Luca. Or is his mind just so set on rejoining uh, with, with LeBron? So time will tell. It will be interesting. Last but not least, the Lakers, 40 to 1 to win the championship. Obviously, a lot. And, and I like what the Lakers have done here at, at the trade deadline. 40 to 1. Those are some good odds. We're going to hear from Eric Moody coming up in our next segment and I will I will forewarn you if it's not a warning he does like the Lakers and he will talk about it so stay tuned for that coming your way the next hour uh we get back we're gonna hear from Joey Brackets let's talk some college hoops I've got two college hoop plays for you both games kick off or tip off really at 11 o'clock tonight well I'm sorry eight o'clock tonight so stay tuned for that I'll have those games for you next right here on 710 bet LA ESPN 710 LA We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is Ben L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Made possible tonight by Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza Nutrient Pouches. Visit TizaEnergy.com and make your mouth happy. Now more of Bet L.A. with Anita Marks on 710 ESPN. Back, Bet L.A. here on 710 ESPN. L.A., let's talk some college hoops. Getting you ready for March Madness. We're going to hear from Joey Buckets in just a second. But there's two games on tap tonight, which, by the way, before we get to... Um, I told you I like the Clippers minus one. That game right now, nine minutes left in the second. Clippers up 35 to 30, just FYI. So hopefully that will continue. But in college basketball, two games that tip off in about 10 minutes. Let me get you locked and loaded. You've got uh, Gonzaga going up against Loyola um, Marymount University. Uh, I do like Loyola getting the eight and a half. I also like the under in this game, under uh, under, uh, 155 and a half. Okay, uh, Loyola beat St. Mary's on Thursday. They look great. Also, they beat the Zags um, earlier this season and broke their 75 home game streak. So this is a revenge spot uh, for the Bulldogs. But nonetheless, they just struggle with their perimeter defense. And they're 2-11 and against the spread on the road. So not playing great basketball on the road. Meanwhile, for Loyola... Uh, Averaging nine three-pointers a game. And Cam Shelton, I I think, is one of the, is not being talked enough. That is a name that you will come to hear a lot and know um, in, in, of course, uh, you know, the the, the postseason or championship season. Um, He's a senior guard. He's averaging 30 points a game for Loyola. So I do like Loyola. Give me the eight and a half. And also, I like the under- at 155 and a half. The other game that tips off at 11 is Stanford going up against UCLA. My play here is just the under. I don't necessarily have a side under 132. Why? Uh, we know this UCLA defense. Great. They're suffocating. They hold opponents to 60 points or less per game. Their under has hit 11 of their last 14 games and five of their last six at home. So UCLA, Stanford, under 132. Give me LMU plus eight and a half. And also I like the under in that game at 155 and a half. And th- both those games uh, tip off in just about six minutes. So um, so get get to your device and, uh, and lay those whatever, uh, whatever site, of course, you're on. So um, let's listen in. This is Joey, Joey Brackett. Again, he joined me on our bet show. You can tune in Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on ESPN+. Plus. Getting us ready, a little look behind the curtain, a little sneak peek preview. What's to come for March Madness? Let's listen in. We got Joey Brackets. We're talking NCAA basketball. Who better else to have on bet than Joey Brackets live? So, Joey, welcome in. We're thrilled to have you on bet. For a lot of us who've been knee-deep in the NFL, it is time. Our sports calendar start paying attention to some NCAA action, especially folks like me. I played like 20 pools uh, come mid-March heading into April. So with that being said, we were just talking about it with Eric. What are your four number one seeds right now? Well, let's start with the new number one in the country. And this is basketball we're talking about, the Crimson Tide of Alabama. Shut out of the football playoff. Maybe they're going to go to the first Final Four in school history. Who knows? But they're up on the top line with Purdue, Houston, and Kansas. Kansas, obviously, uh, seemingly every year in the one-seed conversation. Houston, interestingly, trying to get to a Final Four that will be played in their hometown. Uh, as always, as we get closer to the tournament, right, we always like to find out, all right, what are those last four that are trying to get in and who are the four that are going to be out that a lot of a lot of teams and a lot of fans are going to be competing about? So who are those eight, eight seeds? Who are those eight teams right now? 
Yeah, this is where I spend the bulk of my late nights uh, trying to separate the people on these two lists. And uh, in the tournament right now, right now, and uh, when we update the bracket tomorrow on ESPN.com, we'll give you Memphis, Mississippi State, which just played its way there, uh, New Mexico, and hanging by a toenail, Clemson, which had been uh, the leader of the ACC for the bulk of the conference season, but now uh, a game behind the leaders, and because of that, in the at-large pool without great numbers. So the Tigers may be in trouble. On the outside looking in, Oregon, which uh, split with the L.A. schools over the weekend. Had they managed to finish the job against UCLA, they'd already be on the good side. How about Kentucky being among the first four out? I know that's a head-scratcher for a lot of people, particularly those not paying attention, but they they only have one quad one win. Southern Cal uh, in that group just missing, and Wisconsin, which lost over the weekend uh, somehow to Nebraska in overtime. Uh, you know, when, when I, I, I look and I'm trying to fill out my pools, I'm always looking at the conferences and how many teams made it in because that's a good uh, barometer in regard to strength of schedule, right? And so as of noon yesterday, I want to say the Big Ten and the Big 12, you had eight bids apiece with those two conferences. Do you think that's going to stay the way, uh, that, that way for the next four weeks? I do, but let's remember, Anita, not, not all – eights are created equal in the big 10 it's eight out of 15 so that's a little more than half still very good but in the big 12 it's eight out of 10 80 percent of the league which would be unprecedented in fact uh, the highest percentage of teams ever to go from a single conference uh, is 77 percent way back in the early 90s in the big east got seven out of nine once but eight out of ten would set a record all right before we let you go you've got your finger on the pulse of march madness in college basketball better than anyone like i said because we've just been so focused on the nfl uh, you heard Eric and I talking about that. We don't believe that Arizona is going to win it. So who do you think is going to win the tournament? Who's going to be who's going to be shining that shining moment at the end of the tournament, Joey? If I had a better mortgage payment today, knowing that four weeks from right now, we'll all be holding that empty bracket, uh, thinking this is the year we take Warren Buffett's money. Uh, but. I would go with Houston in their hometown. The Cougars are loaded. Uh, they've taken a couple of losses, but who doesn't anymore? Uh, if they can get to the Final Four playing essentially at home, I really like Houston's chances for the school's first national championship. Love it, Joey. So great having you on. I'm sure we're going to see your face quite often in the next few weeks getting into, of course, March Madness. So thank you so much. Again, Joey Brackett's joining me on Bet Houston right now, the favorite to win the college championship. It's seven to one. Purdue nine to one. Alabama nine to one as well. Kansas always in the mix at twelve to one. Arizona fourteen to one. UCLA fifteen to one. Watch out! I do like Tennessee eighteen to one. Tennessee. Uh, I've got some coin on that bad boy right now. Can't wait for March Madness. A lot of parody this season in college basketball. Uh, quick break. We come back. We'll kick off hour number two. Eric Moody will join me. We're going to continue to talk some NBA. I'm telling you, he's got his eyes on the Lakers, and we'll find out all the reasons why when we get back. Bet LA here on 710 ESPN LA.